Hey Grow Girls, you are listening to the Get Up and Grow Girl podcast, hosted by me, Leela Jasmine Sule. I'm a life coach and a recovering hustle hard, grind or die, burnout prone, my productivity equals my worth kind of gal. Now is my mission to help you ditch the grind or die motto and find feel good success. This podcast will help you on your journey to finding your light, raising your vibration and living a dream life that actually feels good. Hey Grow Girls, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is all about living life on your own terms and I'm going to be breaking down six of the main blocks that come up and could be the reason that you feel like it's just not translating for you and you've got this intention of living life on your own terms and in your own way but there's just resistance, it's just not translating and you don't know why. This episode I really think will illuminate to you which of the blocks are relevant for you and bring them into your conscious mind so that you can overcome them. And remember that Holistic Hunt is the six-week roadmap to living life on your terms and working through all of these blocks and taking the right intentional action so that you can achieve that freedom lifestyle, that life that lights you up and that life that you love. So let me go ahead and insert the live audio now. And if you want to check out Holistic Han, the link will be in the show notes for you. Good morning. I'm here to talk about the blocks when it comes to living life on your own terms. I want to share six blocks that come up, often subconsciously without us even realising, that stop us and like stand in the way of actually achieving that life on your own terms and like I say this usually happens subconsciously so we don't even realize that it's happening so I want to break them down so that you guys can see if any of them apply to you and if they do you can tackle them hey Francis morning Maria how are you guys sun I'm literally like soaking it all up I had to sit here where I could soak it all up um so I'm talking about these blocks that could be holding you back from achieving life on your own terms. And I think the first one starts with the very definition of life on your own terms. So let me know in the comments what life on your own terms means to you. But I think, especially with the Instagram generation, life on our own terms is a big goal. It's like a big aspiration in life. And... I think one of the biggest blocks is that on the way to that, sometimes we lose track of what that actually means to us. And so the reason we don't achieve life on our own terms is because in the process of going for it, we lost sight of what we were actually looking for, which is freedom. In my opinion, life on your own terms is about seeking freedom and the freedom to do what you want to do, what you love, what lights you up and how and to do it how you want to do it in whatever way works for you but sometimes we can misconstrue that and we get so caught up in wanting to achieve that it becomes about achieving success rather than success on your terms and we miss that last bit so you end up striving and striving for the things that are outcome based rather than being process driven so for example 
money is something that is associated with life on your own terms, right? And making lots of money so that you can have a freedom lifestyle and do what you want to do. But if we focus too much on the outcome, the money, then sometimes on on the pursuit of achieving that, we we do it in a way that is not on our own terms and we sacrifice the very things that we wanted. So we end up doing something that we hate, for example, just so that we can achieve that end goal of the money. Or we do we do it in a way that sacrifices what we truly desire because we're focusing on the outcome. We're being outcome driven instead of purpose and process driven. So that's the block number one is you're not being process driven. You're not being purpose driven and you're sacrificing what you truly want to reach your end goal of freedom. But bear in mind that freedom isn't just about money. I'm not against money. Let me make that very clear. I want you to have money. I want to have money myself. But the money is a means to achieve freedom. So if you try to achieve it in a way which sacrifices your freedoms, it's not going to make you happy. It's not giving you that end goal that you actually desire. So always remain clear on what is it you're truly seeking. What's the feeling that you want to feel? I'm assuming if it's life on your own terms, And it's that phrase that stands out to you and that makes you kind of interested to even look at this video, then it's something to do with freedom. So find your purpose and be driven by that, be process driven, because it's about how you, it's about what you do day to day. It's about what you embody, not just what you have. The second one is that you are waiting and you're thinking, yep, I want this life on my own terms. So I'll just keep doing what I'm doing. And then when I can, or when I have whatever it is, we insert things here that suit us. So like when I've got all the money, then I'll go for life on my own terms. Or when I have freedom, then I'll go for life on my own terms. But the very thing we want, we're waiting to start to have it, if that makes sense. So obviously there's a contradiction there. And it's something that's so easy to get stuck in because we think we have time (laughs) and on the same on the same wavelength I don't want to be saying to you like you've got no time your life is you know coming to an end nothing like that but you're waiting and for what your current reality if it's not matching up to this life on your own terms it doesn't mean that you know you're doing something hugely wrong and that you're a failure or anything like that but it means that you're lacking intentionality I know that to get to where you want to be, it's a path and it's a journey and you're going to go up and down and there's the journey is going to be like this for sure. But are you on the right path? Are you on the path that leads to that end destination, even if you're going to take some swerves to get there? Or are you on a completely different path and you're thinking, I'm going to go down this road and then somewhere along the line, I'll end up here? Doesn't quite work like that. So we've got to be intentional and live intentionally now in line with how you want your future to look so if you want a freedom lifestyle what does a freedom lifestyle mean to you what would you get to do every day if you had all the money in the world what would you do if you could literally just do whatever you want because it didn't matter about being realistic and achieving certain things what would you do because if your life now does not include that in any kind of way, then are you being intentional and are you living 
intentionally in line with your purpose and your values now. Because purpose and values, like I said in step one, are everything when it comes to living on your terms. So embody it, embody it now. Don't wait for the future. Third one, I like this one. The third one is about goals. And obviously goals are the vehicle by which we get to life on our own terms. So we know it's important to set them. But are you getting stuck in this traditional old school, what I now deem as kind of irrelevant or dying out methodology with setting your goals? Because if you want a freedom lifestyle and you want a life on your terms and you want to do what makes you happy, think about how the way we set goals is kind of opposite to that. Traditionally, we set goals in a way that is based on external validation and ego success in achieving things because of proving certain things or because of status and all of that kind of stuff. So that's the SMART criteria. And if you think about a couple of the words in the SMART criteria, that great on me, they would be achievable. So you've got specific, measurable. I'm cool with that. <laughs> that's fine. But then you've got achievable. What is an achievable goal? I understand that it's supposed to be there to make you, you know, think in a certain way. But is there such a thing as achievable in the in this modern day and age, especially when you if you are a little bit spiritual or anything like that? Is there such a thing as achievable? I mean, most of the people who've changed the world and I'm not saying your goal has to be to change the world, but let's use it as an example. Did things that we thought were impossible like walking on the moon and stuff like that. Um, the same, so I've got a problem with the, the A, the achievable, and I've also got a problem with the R for realistic. Because again, what is realistic? To me, it's not realistic that we're on this planet. I'm not a scientist. So I know that someone might be like, actually, this is how it happened. I know about evolution, but <laughs> it's not the point. The point is, what is realistic? So if you're setting goals based on the SMART criteria, does that conflict with this idea of what you want, which is life on your own terms. And life on your own terms means no limits, no boundaries. You can do whatever you want because you can live life on your terms. So if you have that goal, then you're a dreamer and you've got big dreams and big goals and you're someone who doesn't box themselves in. But if you're setting smart goals, then there's a bit of a contradiction or a disconnect there. And I get it, I was doing this not long ago. Because it's something that we learn from young, is smart goals. And if you're ambitious and you're driven, then it's something that you'll always think to go to because you'll think it's going to guarantee you success. But for those reasons, the A, the achievable, the R, the realistic, and also the T, time sensitive. I understand it's good to set goals with a rough idea of when you want to achieve that. But again, life, if you are even vaguely spiritual, and I don't think it's even necessarily needing to be spiritual, but if anything, if 2020 has taught us anything, is that you can't control your own timeline. Always. There's an element of things beyond our control and there's an element of surrender needed for a peaceful, happy life. And sometimes life knows better than you. I know it's been a very, very hard year for a lot of people, but can you think of any ways that 2020, whilst it was, you know, painful and disastrous and all of these things, actually maybe change things and change your timeline in a way that actually is almost kind of worked for you or almost created different opportunities that you don't think you would have got or in some way led you to a path which actually you think 
you needed that redirection because yeah, I know it has for me and I know other people that it has for. So there's an element of surrender needed in life in general, whether you're spiritual or not, some things are beyond our control. And so this time sensitive option on the end of that smart criteria to me is something else I don't connect with. So when you're going for this life on your own terms, the third block is, are your goals, are you trying to be setting goals that are smart and that do not actually align with this freedom lifestyle, which is about no boundaries and which is about things on your terms and an element of just release, freedom, letting things happen when they happen. So that's why I don't use the SMART criteria. I've come up with my own criteria called the SMILE criteria. Um, I'm super proud of that name. Look at my cheeks. Can't control them. Um, yeah, the SMILE criteria. I'm not going to tell you all of it. This is my top secret framework. But the SMILE criteria is a much more aligned way of setting goals with the end goal in mind. And that end goal is goals that light you up, goals that make you happy, goals that create a freedom lifestyle for you and with an element of surrender and release, trusting. So this is the framework that I teach in Holistic Hun. Number four, the fourth block is not taking action. Oh, comment. I've become better at it recently, but last year I was struggling. Yes, surrender feeling. I mean, I don't know if it was the last year that helped you to start to embody it but for me it was I didn't really surrender to anything <laughs> before last year because I like to control everything or I used to um but actually for me surrendering has been a lesson and it's actually been a great thing and it's brought me so much more peace and happiness so let me know if you relate to that if you found it kind of uncomfortable the whole surrender vibe but then actually it served you in the end or it changed things for you in a positive way so number four, not taking action. You are perhaps letting fears hold you back from taking action towards that life that you want. Because again, that's that's where that's everything, isn't it? Like you can have this end goal, but if you're not taking action, it's not gonna happen. And I know this sounds obvious, and you're probably thinking, literally, like this is the most obvious thing why are you telling me this? But it's actually not because you might say it's obvious consciously, but subconsciously you might still be not taking action because you'll justify it though. So you won't think oh, I'm just not an action taker. You'll justify it with yet. Like I'm not going to take action yet, but I will soon, but soon <laughs> never comes sometimes and it blocks you. And the reasons for this can be because you think I'm not ready yet. I'm not smart enough yet. I'm not talented enough yet. I'm not experienced enough yet. Whatever those words are for you, they chop and change and they're interchangeable. But at the end of the day, they inhibit action because there's never a perfect time. But what gets you to that life on your own terms is embodiment and is taking action now. So it's something that, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> um, it's something that is difficult because it's scary, right? And if you're not taking, if you feel like you're not taking action and if you want to share, let me know why you think that is. If you've done the self-analysis already, you've got an inkling, let me know why you think that is because I think it comes down to two key things. One is a fear of failure, which might seem obvious, but the other one is a fear of success. 
which is less obvious, right? A fear of success. That sounds very strange because obviously if you're going for life on your own terms, I'm assuming that that to you equals success. So why would you have a fear of the thing you want? Why would you have a fear of success? Because there can be, again, subconscious associations being made between what you want and between what that would mean. So if you have a fear of success, it can be that you think if you achieve that goal that you want, you will be a certain way and there are certain associations which would become you and which you would embody. For example, if you only have to turn on Netflix, I love Netflix, but it is so bad for this, to watch a a show, and there are so many I could name, and see that, okay, this person is like a go-getter, they're going for their dreams, they become a success, they become the boss, they become the successful entrepreneur, they hit fame, whatever it is, and then they change. Please let me know if you've seen anything on TV and film books where somebody is going for success, they reach it and then they change for the worse and they become selfish, evil, they lose their family and friends, they alienate their loved ones and they end up alone. They become, yeah, they become, it's always selfish or um, isolated, they lose people around them. So it might seem like, okay, this is just a story, like, chill a bit it's not real life and I understand that but the thing is these things are always influencing us and again this is why I say inner work because a lot of this happens subconsciously without us being aware so the reason a lot of the time we don't take action is because we can have a fear of failure yes but also a fear of success because we can see success as something that would come with these negative things attached to it and ultimately would hurt us and leave us unhappy because unconsciously we are always going and striving to do what will make us happy and the problem is that sometimes we mix that up and we go for ego desires like if I do this that person will like me I'll get my parents approval I'll get my friends approval I'll get lots of fans and followers and therefore I will be happy and sometimes obviously that won't make us happy because that person's approval won't actually make us happy like we think it will but the association is always trying to go for the thing that we think will fulfill us. So that's why self-awareness. I've gone on a tangent. Let me <laughs> let me recenter. Yes, this all came to me once I started going deeper within and being more mindful. I love that. I love that. You sound very aware of it. Okay, so you've seen it happen in real life. That is interesting, right? Because that is very interesting. If you've seen this fear of failure thing happen in real life, that is interesting because that's harder to rewrite in your head because of course it's real life um but I would say oh my laptop's freaking out sorry (laughs) but I would say this is that with the fear of success and with seeing people in real life play out this pattern we have to be aware that we are always seeing things through our lens of perception and I'm not saying this to say that you have, you know, a certain lens of perception, because I I wouldn't know. But as a general rule, we all have a lens of perception shaped by our old, our past experiences, and what we've learned and our inherited beliefs. So we see everything through the lens of our beliefs, and again, on an unconscious level. So if we've seen these movies and films, and whatnot, 
and then we see an event happening in front of us, we could perceive it to be that pattern when it might not be. We don't know. So that's one, that's one element, is that our perception of how someone else's life has played out is 100% based on how we see life and the same with them on us or on anyone else. And the second thing is that people play out those patterns themselves. So that person that you saw happen in real life could be playing out this pattern themselves because it starts with a belief they had that could have been inherited from these films, these TV programmes or from seeing someone else play it out because it's a self-sabotage sometimes as well. That's why we have to do inner work so that when we get what we want, we can keep it rather than sabotage it. So not taking action. That's a big one. And that's why in Holistic Hunt, we do a strategic action plan because you can have that element of surrender, but still have a plan. But I call it a flexi plan. You need to still have intentions and have action steps. And I fell down that rabbit hole a few years ago when I was first getting into spirituality of thinking, oh, okay, so I'm supposed to sit back and not do anything. But then we wonder why things aren't moving and cogs aren't turning because there has to be a balance. So a flexi plan. Number five, the fifth block, you have internal blocks that need removing. So this links into what we were saying about failure of success, failure of success, fear of success and fear of failure. Because we all have these internal blocks. It's just that a lot of them can be unconscious. And so if you're going for what you want and you've got this end goal, there can be beliefs and fears and stories inside that are blocking us but it's almost like they're invisible we don't actually see them but they are blocking us so for example if you have a goal I'm going to use one that is just the most relatable I think if you have a goal to have a lot of money and to have the financial freedom there can be these beliefs like one I'm not worthy this is such a common one and we don't realize it because it seems like something that you wouldn't have it seems especially you know we think that we're confident and we think that, of course, if you've got big goals, you think, of course, I think I'm worthy. Otherwise, I wouldn't have the audacity to set that goal. Right. But worthiness is a big one. So if inside you don't feel worthy of money. Then that's going to block you from achieving your goal. If you have a fear that money would change you, that's going to block you from achieving the goal. There are so many things like this, so many blocks it could be. I'm just using a couple of examples there. But we need to go in and figure out what those blocks are and make them conscious because that's how you start to rewrite them and change them. But often we're not aware of those blocks. So we can be, if some of these did apply to you, it could be that you're, or it didn't apply to you, it could be that you're doing all of those things right and you are aligning with your purpose and you are taking action and you are using the SMILE criteria instead of the SMART criteria with your goals. So you're thinking you're doing everything right and it's just not working and something isn't clicking and it feels like, I always say, that you're riding uphill on a bike with maximum resistance and someone is throwing stones at you whilst you're trying to like come up this hill. If it feels like that and it just feels like there's so much resistance and so much just grind, then that could be blocks. It could be these internal blocks that you can't see them, but they're what's holding you back. So you have internal blocks that need removing because at the end of the day, we are the facilitator of our strategy. We can have the best strategy in the world, but 
it's about how we're going to facilitate that and execute that and how we think about ourselves, how we feel about ourselves. All of our internal beliefs will influence the way that we execute that strategy. So it may be that there are some internal blocks that need removing that we're not aware of. And that's why inner work, I'm inner work queen, comes with everything. Every single thing you want in life, there's going to be inner work to get to that next level. Lastly, the last block, number six, the last thing that could be blocking you from this life on your own terms is that, don't run away, (laughs) you're not manifesting. And when I say manifesting before you run away, if you're not spiritual, manifesting, as the definition of manifesting is only that your conscious and your subconscious behaviours are not aligning. That's what manifesting, I mean, sorry, that's the opposite of manifesting. So manifesting is when your subconscious and your conscious behaviours are aligned. So that intention that you have, if you want to manifest money, your intention is, I want money. And your conscious behaviour is, you're acting in a way which would bring you money. And your subconscious behaviours and beliefs are also aligning. So you also believe you're worthy of money. You also believe that money would be something worth having. You also believe that money will serve you, not hurt you. If all of that is aligned with your intentions, you are manifesting and you will bring that outcome that you want. But what happens a lot of the time is, like I said with the blocks, your intentions are one thing and you want that money, but your subconscious beliefs and actions and the way you're acting maybe without realising is saying a different thing. I've got an example of this. Let me think. It's a good way to illustrate it. Okay, let's use a dating example because, you know, I love to use that. But a few months ago, I was like, right, I want to get back on the dating scene. And I was saying this and saying consciously that I want to get on the dating scene. I want to meet someone. And that was my intention. But the way that I was acting was completely saying the opposite because my subconscious intentions for example saying to people that saying things about how I'm focusing on business and how dating is a distraction and saying things like that and not realizing that my subconscious beliefs of saying yes dating is a distraction and dating and having someone in your life holds you back or stops growth so my subconscious is saying that and my mind, brain, whatever you want to categorise it as, was listening to that and thinking, oh, so you just said that dating is a distraction from business. And you also just said that you want to focus on your business. So I'm guessing you don't want to date. So my subconscious behaviour is saying that. And my conscious behaviour is saying, I want to date. And then it's just like, what's, what's going on here? So life was playing out for me in a way that the intention wasn't matching up with the subconscious beliefs which create the subconscious intention i hope you like that example so it's very very easy to do because often we can say things like that we can say we want money and we're saying i really want to make this much more this year or i really want to manifest this much money but then we can say in a separate conversation and not make the link oh don't you think rich people are so X? Um, don't you think that, yeah, rich people are this, rich people are that. Don't you think that money makes people like this? Or even, 
oh, I'm really bad with money or I'm really broke and reinforcing a story. I've gone on a tangent again. <laughs> but you're not manifesting broken most simply down, broken down most simply <laughs> means that your subconscious intentions are not aligning with your conscious intentions. And that's, again, where a lot of this work is. Maybe these first three steps you might have already known or at least the step two and three. So one was purpose. You're not being process driven. You're being outcome driven and you're forgetting your why and what it is that lights you up. Two, you're waiting. You're not living intentionally now. You're not embodying that life you want now, even if in a small way. Three, you're getting stuck in that traditional way of thinking and that smart goals and achievable, realistic, time sensitive, very masculine in terms of, I'm talking about energies here, not man or woman, but energies, um, more organised, structured and refined rather than this smile criteria, which links into more flowing and more freedom lifestyle. Um, and then lastly, not taking action. So you might already have known those, but did you know or are you consciously aware of and consciously working on your internal blocks that need removing and aligning your conscious and subconscious behaviour towards your intention? Let me know. Those are the six blocks. That's it. So hopefully this has illuminated some things for you that might have been maybe just not conscious at the moment and maybe they're happening subconsciously, but hopefully this would switch on your brain to it and be like, actually, yes, I think that does apply to me. And I can see how maybe that's where that's where the friction is coming in, um, in one or more of these blocks. So hope you enjoyed this. I am teaching you how to work through each of these steps. It's a six step framework in my Holistic Hun course, which is the roadmap to living life on your terms. It is now open. So you can click the link in the bio or if you've got any questions, not sure if it's for you or not, a bit confused about it, you can DM me. My DMs are always open and I can explain more about it to you. Hey, Maria. <laughs> Glad you're still here. So, yeah, that's it from me. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, link for Holistic Hunt is in the bio. And if you want to DM me, feel free. Thanks for joining, guys. Appreciate those of you who were commenting as well. And have a great weekend. I'll speak to you soon.